0: I'm Senator Mubina Jaffer, and welcome to this episode of Every Voice Counts. Twenty years ago, in 2000, the United Nations declared 20th June to be World Refugee Day. And for one day every year, we honor all refugees, acknowledge their suffering and their journey. For one day every year our social media timelines are filled with messages of support and some celebratory stories of how much help we had extended. The rest of the year though is another story altogether. The rest of the year we continue to uphold our safe third country agreement with the United States to deny entry to those seeking asylum, those who arrived on our shores from the United States. But first, let us remember why people seek asylum, why a family would leave its home behind and escape to a place that is not particularly welcoming. It is not to have a better life. It is to have a life. These are people running to us for safety. Does anyone imagine what it feels like to live in fear, in persecution? Can any one of us here in Canada imagine what it means to hide with your little children under a fragile roof while war jets are flying over your home, and bombing your streets mercilessly. Can you imagine being hunted by gangs who want to take your daughters to sell them, or who want to kill their father for leaving the gang? We here in Canada are privileged to never having to live in fear. And it is so hard for many of us to even imagine it. On refugee day and may it be all year round and not just a day, let us remember that we continue to send back the vulnerable, the weak and the persecuted as we deny asylum seekers entry into Canada from the United States. Let's all remember that we still uphold the the safe third country agreement with the United States and with the recent COVID border closures, those escaping their persecutors can't even seek safety through irregular entry points. It is shocking how we are still considering the US safe for refugees, asylum seekers and migrants. We have all seen inhumane detention cells they hold refugees in and arguing in court that it is not compulsory for the government of the United States to provide toothbrushes, soap or adequate bedding to these refugees. We all know of the 1,500 children who went missing and we have heard of the dozens who died By now, we must all know how the U.S. police treats persons of color, and we have all witnessed how the United States President has no qualms about sending out the military to face off peaceful protesters. Are we truly still comfortable with an agreement that deems the U.S. safe for any refugee or any person of colour. We have pledged, committed and promised the world through being signatories to international treaties and through our own speeches that Canada is compassionate, Canada is helpful and Canada is safe. But upholding an agreement that sends a mother and her children back to the detention prison cells in the US is not compassionate, not ethical, and falls far from our Canadian values. What would it take to repeal that agreement? Agreements are improved and changed all the time, as we have seen several times over the past years. Then why Do we find it so difficult to stand up for the most vulnerable? Not for their rights, but for their lives and safety. How, I ask, is this even subject for debate? Our Canadian values dictate this should be given, not a subject for debate. All we have to do is not send the most vulnerable amongst us back to the United States. 45 years ago, I arrived in Canada as a refugee. I was welcomed, nurtured, and cherished. That is the Canadian way. Why are we abandoning refugees who arrive on our shores via the United States? They need our support. They need us to protect them. They need us to speak out for them. If we don't stand up for refugees who are on our shores, who are asking, who are begging for us to give them asylum, who will?